Begin transmission. You are listening to Corellian Run Radio, your route through hyperspace to the latest news on Star Wars The Old Republic. Hi, and welcome to Corellian Run Radio. This is episode number 77, and we are recording Sunday, October 14th, 2012. And with me today is my normal co-host, Deirdre. Hello, Deirdre. Hello, Carla. How are you? I am doing very well. And also with us today is the most famous TourWars.com host of all times, Jeff. I'm I'm sorry. What I wasn't paying attention. To. <laughs> <laughs> nice exercise of humility there. <laughs> Hello, Jeff. How are you? I am well. How are you? I am doing great. Yep. What have y'all been doing this past week? Uh, I had a. Uh, we had. Uh, I, I was working extremely intensely this week. Actually, we had a. Uh, we have something going on at work where you can't promote unless you do it. So uh, I had to do all that. And, and so I've been devoted to that. No Ew. fun for me. Ew, that's not fun. Yeah, but it's done now, so. Well, okay. thank goodness for that. Yeah. You do yeah. anything exciting, Dee Dee? Um, let's see. Um, I went to Disneyland. Ooh. Yeah, and then I'm I'm studying for a big test tomorrow. Uh oh. Yeah, and that's about it. That's like the excitement of my life. Woohoo! It's a big party here at the Hollis House. Oh, it sounds like y'all are just having all kinds of fun. I have to (laughs) ask. Uh, Well, you know, I haven't really done anything in you know very significant (laughs) that I can even remember. It's just been one of those weeks that, uh, yeah, okay, where did it go? Yeah, enjoy it. Uh, Quiet is good. it, It was quiet. It was very quiet. So let me ask you, how much are tickets to Disneyland these days? Oh my gosh. Well, we have passes because, you know, we're oh, okay. SoCal. So, um, but seriously, you're looking at about almost $90 a person and it's $5 cheaper for children. <laughs> so five, do- five whole dollars? Five whole big dollars because, you know, <laughs> Disneyland's taking a, a hit at the $5. So, so, so a, a kid, a three year old's ticket is $85. $85. Wow. $85. That's, that's one park. If you want to do both parks, Disney California. Uh huh. I think it's a hundred, like a hundred and seven or a hundred and eight. And how? Mm-hmm. What's in the other park? I don't know that. The other park, well, there's like a. It's kind of Disney California, so it's like little features that really show off California. So there's like you a know, nostalgic '30s, '40s kind of California, very yeah, Hollywood, very Hollywood. There's very... lots of like sound stages with different kinds of things, and you can see um, there's a there's a big Paradise Pier which emulates um, Santa Monica Pier. Mm-hmm. And and then there's the new Cars Land. Oh, there's from the Cars, cars Land, which is pretty Ooh. cute. It's good that for little is actually kids. really good. Uh, is yeah. that where Hogwarts is? No, that's no, in that, Florida. That's in Florida. Yeah, they only Universal. have it in Florida. Yeah, yeah, they don't oh. have it. Here. And that's Universal, not oh, Disney. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah. There's more real estate in Florida. Honestly, this is the truth. I'm not joking. There's more real estate available there. And so uh, a lot of the attractions are bigger and broader in Florida than they are in California where real estate is at a premium. And also Universal doesn't charge as much per ticket. So like even tickets to Universal Studios are half the price of what it is to go to Disneyland. Really? I'm not a big fan of Disney. Um, hmm. kind of haven't been since Eisner's been around. Um, but So that's like what, since 1963? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Wait, wasn't it like 1980? Yeah, something? he was an 80s guy. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, just here's the thing. Is it supposed to be the happiest place on earth? You know, but you see the 
poor families and they're practically starving the minute they get to Disneyland because they don't have oh, enough you're, you're money to eat. you're upset about the price? Yeah. Yeah, it the is, price Disneyland is, is definitely, yeah, it's definitely expensive. Well, I don't out. know how you, a family of four, I mean, the, you know, it's funny because we just talked about this earlier when we were talking, um, you know, when we were off the air about the price of tickets for sporting events. Um, my son and his wife are going to the Texans game this evening and they paid over a hundred dollars per ticket mm-hmm. just to get in. That's not even paying the parking. That's right. just to get in the game. And mm-hmm. those aren't even great seats. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, well, we have good friends who are hockey fans uh-huh. and that's pretty routine also, that kind of pricing. Yeah. Very that, that blows me away. Stop yeah. paying these damn guys uh, millions <laughs> of dollars because the average person can't afford to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, baseball tickets are still very, very affordable for at least for yeah. the Dodgers. Yeah, you can get like bleacher seats for like I think it's 15, twelve or fifteen. Yeah, it's twelve or fifteen dollars. You oh. get you know nosebleed, and nosebleed isn't horrible. That's still pretty at, good, I think. Yeah, Dodgers. No, Stadium, I think I, that's you know, wonderful. I would pay honestly, ten or fifteen dollars for the Dodger dogs anyway. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just an excuse to eat expensive hot dogs. I know it's great and beer. <laughs> Well, I just, oh you know, I, I, I just think that for a family of four, gosh, how can they yeah. afford to go to stuff like that? And isn't the sports supposed to be about the kids or about, you know, taking your kids to see a hero yeah. and yeah. family and out? At, when did it? I mean, it just, it was, I, I know when, but it's when they started getting all, paying <laughs> these damn guys so much money. And, I don't know. You know, people well, say, well, they have such shorter careers. But okay, okay, that's not my fault. Hello, that's what they're getting paid to do. I know they're gladiators. Come on, that's what we're essentially. We're going back to Roman times and we're watching gladiators fight each other. You exactly. know, that's all it is. We didn't pay them. They got food and board and women. So that's right. all that. All that all the <laughs> wow. football players should get. Exactly. You have kind of a brutal, brutal view of modern American sport. What can I say? I'm, so I guess I'm some sort of fascist or something. And somebody called me a fascist one time. I'm like, uh-uh. oh, okay. <laughs> if that's what I am, all right, sure. <laughs> well, I know an absolute bargain in entertainment. What's that? Well, it's not Disneyland. Star Wars: The Old Republic. Yeah, <laughs> right now it's fifteen dollars a month, and soon it's going to be nothing. It's yeah. going to be free to play. Yeah. So it's not uh, actually considering the amount of hours you can you can spend doing that. It's actually uh, a pretty good deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Now some people, you know, uh, are upset about the fifteen dollars a month thing, and then now they're going to have an option soon. Yes. But uh, honestly, I, I've always thought MMOs were actually a pretty good deal. Yeah, I have too. I mean, I yeah. have never minded paying fifteen dollars a month or ten dollars a month or whatever the the. In fact, I honestly, I mean, if y'all will remember early in the podcast when we found out how much it was going to be per month i'm going oh thank goodness i thought it was going to be 20 bucks yeah me yeah because they're starting they are starting to go up some of them yeah. So. yeah you know so i was really quite pleased at 15 dollars. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah i felt the same way i'm like yeah, that's that's fine yep works <laughs> no, for me no kidding all righty well let's uh move on to our host challenge fact you know it to be true Fiction. That's impossible. Okay, I'm going to read three bits of information or three leads about the game. Two of them will be made up or not yet confirmed. Only one will be a fact confirmed by BioWare. Your job is to pick out which one is true. And I want you to think about the update 1.5 that's on the public test server. That's where these are coming from. Mm. Mm. Here she goes, getting all tricky. I'm getting (laughs) tricksy. Okay, lead number one. We'll introduce a new playable companion that can be unlocked 
called HK-47. Lead number two. Dreadguard relics will now be available on with update 1.5 for 100 daily commendations. Lead number three. Robes have been adjusted so that their backsides are not inappropriately <laughs> large when worn. <laughs> I could do it, but when I saw that, I said, okay, that has to be part of it. That's like J-Lo or something. It's like, it's like what, did they use J-Lo models for this? Oh, that's funny. Uh, well, um, I know what I'm going to pick, so I'm going to toss Jeff under the bus. What are you going to pick? I am going to pick number three as the true one. And I don't actually care if it's true. It's just funny, so I'm picking it. <laughs> well, I know for a fact that uh, it's not HK-47. I know it's HK-51. Got to give Carla some credit here for yeah. being extra tricky on that one. Yeah, because it, it sounded not... like AK-47, oh, which is very uh-huh. familiar. Yeah. And HK-47 was from the original mm-hmm. uh, lo- uh, 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 Star Wars yeah. Star- KOTOR yeah KOTOR yep. um, Dreadguard Relics uh, will be available for 300 daily commendations not 100 so- ooh Carla's tricky again <laughs> yeah very yeah. very tricky because that 100 almost sounds like 300 it does <laughs> except it's not and yeah. you are so good you're getting better <laughs> You're getting better with my little Trixie. You're you're starting to learn me, dadgummit. (laughs) (laughs) You got to try harder. I guess Um, so. So, yeah, I'm going with lead three as well. That is correct. The J-Lo robes will no longer be in effect. I know. I'm going to miss all the badonkadonks in the game, though. (laughs) I know. When I saw that, I'm going, you know, it's true, though. If you look at anybody as they run that Uh is wearing a robe, their butt looks 10 miles wide. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep, it's true. Well, as long as it uh, it's appropriate now, maybe they can focus on other things. You know, like, I don't know, droid gladiator wrestling or something. <laughs> something fun. Um, well, there you go. All righty. Well, y'all did very well. Okay, well, let's get on to the latest news in tour. From the Newsnet. And, and beyond. Well, this week we have a Meet the Developers Up on the main SOTOR site. And this week we get to meet none other than Jesse Sky. Woo! Go, Jesse! Yeah! Woo, woo, woo. So, um, for those of you who do not know who Jesse Sky is, he's one of the developers at. <laughs> Bioware. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so basically, Sorry, I had to laugh. For, the, <laughs> for those of the, for those of you that don't know, the uh, t- every once in a while, you know, Bioware slings together. You meet the developers, and they ask them a bunch of fun questions and and stuff like that. And so, um, Jesse Sky is the lead Flashpoint and operations designer. So for all those Flashpoints and operations that you're enjoying and you're tearing up and you're, you know, loving and getting all that fun stuff from, um, Jesse is the guy who makes those happen. So, you know, you have him to thank. So, and there's a ton of, of answers. I can't go too deep into the, the Q and A that they give him because there's, um, spoilers in it, but, um, basically, they ask them kinds of things like, you know, player questions. So who's your favorite companion? Um, what role do you enjoy playing? And he, um, 
mentions that he likes to he prefers roles that allow him to exercise a lot of control over the the, the battlefield and so in sotor he plays a defense guardian so that's pretty cool he uses uh primarily as a companion he uses doc um but the man had my heart when he said he'd trade doc in for laura dorn so because <laughs> you know she's kind of hot <laughs> anyway um <laughs> there's uh so there it goes on and he explains further about all of the wonderful things um, that he likes to do and why he likes to work on SOTOR and this, that, the other thing. So I highly recommend heading over to our site, clicking that link and going and, um, meeting Jesse Sky. I'd also like to point out that, uh, Jesse's a hottie. I mean, you look at that picture. That's a good looking young man right Bunch there. Bunch Kabala. Yeah. That's what he I said. Yeah. Get rid of Jeff. Move Hansom, in Jesse. Exactly. Handsome devil. I don't blame you. <laughs> he is. Oh, so is he, is he now your big hot crush? Your SOTOR crush? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jesse is my new... It's not Abs Erickson anymore? <laughs> well, Daniel has moved on, so yeah, you know, know. we're going to have to... You're going to have to find out... I will have to crush on him from afar. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute, he wasn't my crush, he was your crush. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... I think anyway, he was all of our crush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to crush on Daniel from afar. Oh, there you go. All right, well, that leads us next into our community roundup. And for those of you that do not know, this is all about... Things that are happening on different servers throughout the community. And I've got to tell you, this week was action-packed. If y'all are not checking this post, you can find it by clicking on Community on the main Star Wars forums. And it's one of the options there. It's one of the articles. And, oh my gosh, I bet you there's 20 or, or so... Different things happening on the different servers. I think what is also happening is guilds are, and most of these are put on. In fact, I think all of them are put on by guilds of some sort, mm-hmm. um, where they're trying to keep people interested and scheduling events that not only include their own guild, but the server that they're on. So they're doing a lot for the Tor community on their own server. And kudos to each and every one of these guilds because it's awesome that they're doing so much. And I have to do a little plug. The Old Timers Guild is is doing a a plus 10 Datacron. We did one last Sunday for the whole server, and they're doing one for the Republic side. Uh, We did it last week for the Empire. This week we're doing it for the Republic side this evening. So... Yeah, we're trying to just give a little bit back to the community and and trying to to keep people interested because we want you to stay in our game. That's right. I think that's the spirit right there. That's good stuff. And I think that's taking community to a whole new level. And, you know, I'm always a big fan of bringing the community together to keep the player playing. And these little things definitely help in both of those regards. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Is that all that we have for our uh, community roundup there? Yeah, I think so. I think so. There is um okay. some stuff that were was on Twitter in relation to HK fifty one that is on oh, the yeah. test server, but we'll talk about that when we get to it. That sounds awesome. Well, that leads us into our dev tracker. And I believe that what we have for our dev tracker summary um for October twelfth is a bunch of fun things. So we have uh the dev tracker, we have like People asking questions like in 1.4, do we get to put in our, our hoods down and little um, issues like that are answered um, by the devs. And for those of you that don't know, the dev tracker 
summaries, basically uh, what Bioware does is they they've clean up the forums and they pull all of the dev answers to your questions and put them in one nice, um, cute little format so that way they're, it's easier to navigate and stuff. So um, their status is on the top reported 1.4 issues. Um, there's um, still no dueling area on the fleet, and they, you know, Jesse Sky explains why we don't have that. Um, Add it. Yeah, seriously. It's simple. Add it. needs it. Mm-hmm. Right. Just one big room. I mean, like there's the, plenty of room on the fleet. It's like the Hoods thing. Been working on it for 10 months. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah but you know, Aww, what, let's somebody comment bitter. on that. You know, you know I, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm tired of that answer. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, honestly, you've been working on this for 10 months. Yeah. Right. And you know, the Hoods thing should be fixed by now. Yes, oh, yeah, absolutely. that I agree with because I yeah. that's one of the reasons why I would choose to hide my helm is I don't like helms. Mm-hmm. Yes. What makes them think I want to see a hood? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would well, have thought the- that the hood, hiding the helm would have hidden the hood. Yeah. <laughs> or at least put the hood down or right. something. Right. Something. Yeah. No, I, I, I understand. And, and I'm with you on that. And we will obviously, you know, we can discuss that a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. But I'm not down on the game, but honestly, oh, no, that no. Answer, that's been the same answer for well, a long time. Yeah, I'm not down so. on the game either. The game's fun. It's the, you know, yeah. it's the amount of priority or prioritizing of <laughs> things that is the problem. <laughs> um, and that seems to be tightening up the uh, the wrench on flow, right. in yeah, my opinion. Mm-hmm. What about, one? I'm, let's comment on this one where he's talking about um, that the dueling, there's no dueling on fleet. Yes. Their answer is... There are potential performance issues. That is true. Yeah. Right. There. That's true. Right. I mean, I, I. I don't know if you would agree, Carla or or, or Didi, but I mean, that's a point. But at the same time, the the fleet is designed to be kind of the central city, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. for the game. Everybody in your faction goes. That's the the Orgrimmar for the Horde, or uh, you know, or um, Stormwind. Stormwind. Yeah. Or yeah. for um, the Alliance, and so it's it's designed to be that way. I think you need to put as many things into that area as you possibly can to keep people there, to keep them entertained. There should be mini games there like dueling. There's dueling outside the gates of Orgrimmar all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I think these features need to be in the game. And I understand exactly what they're saying about that. But if it's a performance issue, you got to tighten up the performance. You know, yeah. I'm sorry. Isn't you know, that was well, isn't that the and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but isn't that the whole reason for them designing new mega servers? Mm-hmm. Um and moving yeah, us all is because they were trying to make um performance a top priority and to uh, accommodate a lot more people. So didn't you fix it then? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I I I think they. I think they. I think this is a uh and I think their judgment on this one could have been a little bit better. I think they they really should incorporate something and make it easy for people to get to. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you don't need that huge cantina area in the middle. You know, uh, make that a little bit smaller. Put a dueling area in there. Put some other mini games in there. Well, I think mini games in there definitely. But you know, we have all access to all of the other ships within the fleet mm-hmm. as well. So if you bring up your your fleet map, you'll see that there's other ships. Why can't any of those other ships be you yeah, know you specific dueling areas of yeah. some sort? There you know, you yeah, you'd have to fly over there. And but at least it's an instance, so they would take it to mm-hmm. kind of a new server mm-hmm. type thing. So yeah, no, I, I definitely agree, and I think that that's again one of those things that you know, um, if not if if it isn't on their wall of crazy, it should be, and then they should immediately take it down and actually put it on someone's desk and say, <laughs> make this so. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I think I think this would be a good improvement. I understand exactly what you're saying; it makes sense, but at the same time, yeah. You know. So exactly. yeah, there you go. 
Alrighty. Well, that leads us to the, the big news of the whole week was people logged in on Friday morning and all of a sudden, boom, they got knocked offline and mm -hmm. the server was, uh, servers across mm -hmm. the board were down for hours. Yes. Hours. Yes. So, what kind of explanation did we get for that other than we're working on it? Uh, we didn't, which yeah. I find it was, very, we're on it, right? which yeah. I find very unusual. And and I think that that's one of the suggestions that I would have for Bioware is tell us more. I mean, yeah. we're big people. If if there's something that boo booed, we're okay with that. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, granted, we don't like it. You know, and there's going to be those that are going to whine and complain and bitch and moan, but for the most part. We're adults. We yeah. realize things like this are going to happen. Okay. But uh -huh. be honest with us and tell us what's going on. I'm not saying you're being dishonest. I'm just saying you're not telling us. You know? But here's it's, the thing. Uh, to be fair, within the same, you know, within like three or four days of each other, uh, I believe it was World of Warcraft also had a, a server crash of sorts, you know, and um, was down for a few hours. They had a server they did, hack. Yeah. Major. Oh yeah, that was a big deal. Major. That's a good story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's gonna, a good story. We, you know, you know we're going to cover that one on on Tour Wars because you know. <laughs> We well, can we give folks it. a little tiny bit of background? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? What happened was someone had managed. Now, mind you, these servers are eight years old. Yeah, at this point, almost. Yeah, yeah nine, it's a, it's a, yeah. This is not new technology. The World of Warcraft is very, very well established, and yet, even at this point, someone managed to find a uh, a PK hack, basically a player killer hack. And they went into the major cities and repeatedly killed the same players over and over and over and over again, uh, leading to the bodies just stacking up and literally skeletons everywhere. <laughs> so uh, while I find that very, very amusing, I think people were complaining because you can't get any business done if somebody's right. ganking you all well, the time. Well, it's griefing. Right. Yeah. And you're not supposed to be able to kill to anybody it. in town, you know. Right. right. So they had to have like a godlike mode or a developer mode. Something. Kicked in. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was major, major yep. issue. So. Yeah, but uh, resolved now. They patched it, but yeah. uh, but uh, it, it was interesting. I, I still it reminds me of the blood plague. You know, where in oh, the one yeah. instance you would catch the disease, and then you could carry the disease out of the instance mm -hmm. and spread it around the world. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, and that was a, a bug. It wasn't a hack. But at the same time, it's kind of one of those you know, legendary moments where it's uh, it's it's interesting. It reminds yes. me of the old days in Ultima Online where yes. Lord British was killed. Yep. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Who was it that did that? What's the guy's name? Blades? I don't, I don't remember, uh, but it was hilarious. I, I forget. It was I, honestly, I forget the guy's name, but it was it was just cool. He knives assassinated McGee. him. Yeah, knives. Yeah. Blade O'Malley. <laughs> Mac the knife. Hilarious. Mac the knife. Um, okay, so that pulls us into our game update 1.5, which is now live on the player test server. So if you're Yay! not over there helping to make it better, then you're not doing your job as a player. Oh. What, what, what? Called you out. Yes, that was me. So <laughs> flame me all you want. But um, here's the deal is if you want to see 1.5, go on over, play it. Uh, HK51's there. Um, there's a section X. So head over to Belsavos to discover the new daily hub and learn what you can do to help stop the Dreadmasters in their newest scheme, their plot to take over the, the galaxy. There's uh, also Nightmare Mode Explosive Conflict, so I know that a lot of people have been like, oh, what's this, blah, blah, blah. So there you go, you can check it out now. And that's over on the Player Test Forums. If you want to head over to our site at Corellian Run, we have links um, to where you can go and see exactly 
what is in the player test server game update 1.5 patch. There's um, group finder stuff. There's um, there's items. Um, as we've talked, there's there's the robes have been adjusted so that they look less J Lo and a lot more um, normal. <laughs> um, sorry, J Lo, if you're listening. Which pff. yeah, I hear she's a big fan of the yeah, game. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I could get myself on pe- in People magazine or something as <laughs> the girl who insulted J Lo's butt. Um, <laughs> There's also miscellaneous bug fixes. So head on over to our site at CRR. You can also go over to SOTOR, but, you know, navigation's a little bit complicated. So we make it easy for you. Absolutely. And for those that don't know, the part of 1.5 is going to be the introduction of HK51. And HK51, I know, I'm so excited. I really want this companion. And I'm, let me tell you what my highlight is. Okay, spoiler alert. Turn it off now for a minute. (laughs) If you don't want to know, if you don't want to know about HK51, turn it off now or pause it or whatever. Um, But my favorite part, is learning that I only have to have a level 15 or so on the opposite faction, and I'm not forced to level that Republic character. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Man, can you imagine if they had done that, though? Seriously. Yeah, that would... Originally, we were thinking this was going to be a big mistake, but but not bad. Yeah. No, I was thinking, okay, uh, it's good. When they said mid-level character... I was thinking that I was going to have to get a character up to 25, and and I have struggled, and my little character over there is level 20, okay? So I've been real proud that I have a level 20, and I was dreading those last five levels. And I am in total bliss (laughs) knowing I don't have to level anymore. I can stay on my Empire side and have fun. So, uh, yeah, I was excited. But... Yes. Now here comes the 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 deal that I wasn't going to mention from the community stuff from Reddit. You're never going to guess who acquired HK51 within hours of it being on the public test server. Uh, I can guess. Carla. <laughs> sure wasn't me. <laughs> I'm going to guess it was Dolphy the dude that pretends to be a girl. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You got it right. Uh, I was just like, I, I mean, when I read that on Twitter, I'm like, oh my God, you are Dolphy kidding is one me. Man, man or woman, Dolphy is a talented player. There is no question. <laughs> Do we question. know for a fact that Dolphy is a man? Or... That's we, just we don't know. Dolphy, no, you know what? Dolphy, uh, uh, the public persona of Dolphy is that Dolphy is female. Yeah. But we have some, um, some inside info that Dolphy's actually a guy. So, but you know what? Six on one, half dozen of the other. Who cares? Uh, the very, all the very, same. very talented player, and there's no question about I that. I want to yeah. know who so. at Bioware he's paying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. he's I think that we to. should. Bioware, hire Dolphy, please. Thank you. Okay, yeah. thanks, Bioware. No <laughs> and Dolphy, please hire Jeff and Carla and Didi as your mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. Of, That's right. We'll come help. Of idea givers. We That's can right. be devs. Exactly. And sure. we'll. Make fun of your gender, whatever it turns out to be. <laughs> whatever you turns are out to mean. Be. You are a mean what? person. Um, but I'm equally mean. Yeah, that's true. Very Equal true. opportunity meaner, yeah. meanness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to shut Jeff up and uh, get us right into the quick mentions. Super so the, <laughs> so the next scheduled maintenance um, for uh, SOTOR is October 16th. And as usual, I refrain from uh, reading the exact times, but I know that 
um, because it's it's different times all over the world. Um, so October 16th, you go ahead and pay attention um, because all of a sudden the servers are going to give you a 15-minute warning. They're going to shut down and there's going to be some maintenance. Um, there's going to be a glance at this week's CRR articles, Operation Information, Rise of the Nerfs. There's also the new HoloLinks, uh, HoloNet Links number 67. You can check out Tactical Strike, Advanced Class Spotlight, the Sentinels and Marauders. Woohoo, Marauders! Go, Marauders! <laughs> the community checkpoint is a pandemonium this week for the guild. And uh, go ahead and please head over to CorellianRun.com. Check all of those out. Our writers work extremely hard on um, getting you this information. So um, do us a favor and, uh, and check it out and uh, comment, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to our Sith or Jedi challenge. Strong am I with the Force. Or Jedi. Last time, Deirdre had no choice but to choose the dark path, since she sabotaged her own food to keep it out of the hands of that nasty thief. And I went hungry, too. Boo-hoo! We also found out that Carla stays true to her path to darkness by looking for the X-lax to, to add to her icing. <laughs> if you have Sith or Jedi test, uh, uh, hey, yes, yes, please send it to me. <laughs> this right. was, um, Keep going. You're good. Usually, I, I know. The, the script has been rewritten for me a little bit here. <laughs> um, I need to ask you people something from the bottom of my heart. If you have a Sith or Jedi test, please send it to us at CorellianRun uh, at gmail.com because we need some more Sith or Jedi tests. And um, it's kind of tough sometimes figuring these things out from real life things that happen to us in our very boring daily lives. So pulling these out of uh, thin air is is quite enlightening. But if you want to, um, we had somebody actually submit one to us and we enjoyed it so much that we are opening up the submissions. So please submit your Sith or Jedis. But anyway, okay, that... Into so far our scores stand at Carla minus sixteen and Deirdre minus five. Remember, <laughs> negative scores reflect a dark side tendency, while positive scores reflect a light side tendency. And today we have the test of the very rude parade goer. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. I'm yeah? ready. I am. Okay. So, while at a theme park coined as the happiest place on earth, you find a nice spot to sit while waiting for the main parade. While you're sitting with your child, a person sits not only right next to you, but practically on top of you. It's truly inconsiderate. You try to move over a little to give yourself some room, but there isn't any. You are relieved when the person can't fit their entire 10-person party into the space, that, you, and you've made it very clear that you're not budging another inch, even if they're breathing on you and the breath smells like putrid cotton candy. <laughs> the family gives up, moves on. So you take this moment of freedom and set your backpack right next to you, making it look like you're saving your seat. One minute after the parade starts, another woman and her baby ask if there's anyone sitting next to you, and essentially if you can move your backpack. You, one, smile kindly, move your pack so that she can have the last spot in the parade route. Two, pretend you don't hear her and continue to laugh and cheer at the parade. Three, remember that bean burrito you had for lunch? Look her right in the eye and let all the pressure fly, loud and proud. Then move the backpack. <laughs> what do you guys choose? Let's start with our guest of the day, Jeff. I find number three, whether evil or not, most amusing. <laughs> it is, but would you do it? Truly? 
the lady with the baby, I'd choose A. We knew that. I would let her in and try not to let the other person irritate me too much. You're such prior. a little Jedi. I know, but <laughs> but C is funnier. <laughs> C is funny. Um, Carla, what would you pick? Well, C didn't seem really negative enough, <laughs> you know, for me, because what I would have done is is saying, yes, I'm saving the seat. You know, to the oh. end, and I would have told a little story because I didn't okay. want her sitting next to me. But you had to say baby, didn't you? I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. You it make me tough. take a ding off my dark side. I have to choose the light path because I would have done that for a mama and a baby. Come on, lady. You're at minus. Now you'll be at 15. You're still the highest dark side yeah. person. You are the dark queen. You are. You're like, you, you rule the roost. <laughs> You're truly Darth Sunshine. You take it to a whole new level. <laughs> no, you hold that t- title quite well. Thank I you do. very much. <laughs> but not here. I have a different persona here. On exactly. Um, well, I, I, here's, I, I can tell you what I did. I wanted to do number two, which is pretend I didn't hear her and just right. kind of continue on with my merry little life. Did you turn to her and say, no English? Habla no English. No, but here's the thing is I turned around and I made the mistake of actually seeing the baby. Like, you know, this woman was holding that little kid out there. <laughs> is this seat saved? And she's like, the baby's little, little blonde with some pigtails. And she's got the little, the little orange and black, like little jack-o'-lantern shirt on with a little tutu and she's all one and cute (laughs) she looked like a little pixie (laughs) my heart melted all the evil in me just completely went away and i was at the parade and in the moment i it it drew me to tears it was that bad (laughs) i was like gosh lady you need to get that kid in commercials um so yeah i also chose number one myself so yep babies Mm -hmm. they bring out the good in everyone they do yeah, we all we all have a Sith a, a soft a, a Sith side. We do, but our a soft side to our Sithiness as well. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you can the listener can read all the past Sith or Jedi's um, tests on our site at CorellianRun.com. Keep score and see which way you lean. All right, that sounds means it's time for our community buzz, where we take a look at what the fans are talking about. And this week, it is all about HK51 and Game Update 1.5 on the PTS. Like we said earlier, we're shocked that, uh, I'm just going to jump right in, that Delphi, within hours, had already acquired HK51. That's awesome. I don't think we should be shocked. I think that Delphi should be just like... Oh, Tru- yeah, truly an amazing it. player. Yeah. yeah. It, it's awesome, but I'm so incredibly disappointed that someone could get it within hours. And granted, I mean, you have to read what he wrote, and that is that he had a whole team of people helping him run through things to acquire all of the objects necessary well, to do that. But you know, aren't guilds going to have those teams? Aren't they going to have people that they're going to be running with to get through? I mean, I can just see that. And I still think that getting through it in a few hours, it kind of disappoints me. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, look, I, I guess I would have to say, look at it from um, from Dolphy's perspective in that he's got an entire plan put in place before uh, things even go live on the test server. And so he's got you know, a large portion of his guild or her guild 
working together to to uh, to make this happen. So I think part of it was the plan also. You know, it's like, hey, this is a race. We're going to accomplish this as fast as we can. Okay, Team A, you're going to do this. Team B, you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I think uh, I think that may have really really um, helped to to accomplish this and make it seem easier than it actually is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just reading through his report of mm-hmm. what he did or she did um, and how you could go through this step by step. And yes, there are, it's just full of spoilers. So if you mm-hmm. don't want to read it, don't, don't go to Delphi's site and read it. But I read it because I wanted to see, you know, all of the steps involved to see how detailed they would be um, and to see if it would be harder I wanted it to be hard. I didn't want it to be um, something that everybody could do in one day. Yeah. You know, I wanted it to be something that we would str- – remember some of the, the quests, and we've talked about this before, like the uh, to get to your Anixia key the, for the very uh-huh. first time in, in, in WoW. And it, for those that don't know, in WoW, Anixia is an instance where it's only got one boss – Okay, and that's Anixia the dragon. Okay, wasn't that a forty man raid too? And, no, uh, well, it probably could have been. I I don't remember um, mm. because I haven't played in in a while. Um, but you had to do an entire like twenty step process. You had to go here and go there and this area and that area and get this item and get a drop, kill this thing. And I mean, it was not an easy step. I mean, it wasn't hard. It was just time consuming, you know. Uh And but once you got it, you felt so incredibly good. Uh You feel like you've accomplished something. And are we, you know, so into instant gratification that people still don't want to do that i mean i'm looking at this and looking at the steps they're really not very many and they're not that hard and it is going to take a little bit of time but nothing to this extent i mean this to get your nixia key it was days mm-hmm. i mean it wasn't hours it was days you know and i mean granted now i have to say the the, the same thing that the blizzard did away with the the whole king of anixia so mm-hmm. i wonder if it's more um less that and more of a misinterpretation of what the player wants by bioware um because here's the thing is is to be fair to bioware they're listening to essentially um it's like trying to pick out one voice from a crowd of screaming people you know and what they're hearing is we don't want we don't want the grind and so they're interpreting you know, a multi-step process as a grind. That's not to, a grind. To... Dailies that they keep adding is a exactly. grind. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's a misinterpretation of what, what a grind is, you know? And so they're interpreting the length of time. Now, mind you, ne- none of us have run this yet, so we don't know. No. And Delphi did have help. And right. that doesn't mean that when we have help with our various guilds that we're going to have an easy time of it. So we're only speaking from what we see from one person. Right. So I can tell you right now, it it's realistically, it's probably going to take days, you know, right. because you're going to have to get your guild together. Good many people don't have guilds. A good many people don't have guilds that are big because of the recent server merges and stuff like that. So, you know, guilds have shut down or, you know, they're not active or this, any number of things. So, 
you're going to have to pick pugs up, you know, and that is going to definitely put a crimp on the speed of getting something. But Dolphy, Dolphy is one person who has a lot of help from the community, a lot of help, mm -hmm. you know, and um, so it may be kind of a, a bit of an illusion that it's that it can be done quickly or easily. Right, okay. right. I think mm -hmm. so. I think that. I think that I, I think that we should see we should we each one of us needs to go over to the place you know the PTS and and see for ourselves how easy it is you know Well let me ask you guys this as as kind of a philosophical question what do you think is the right path to choose if you were an MMO developer for things like HK51 should it be very very hard so that it is a true accomplishment and most people don't get it or should it be Really pretty easy, where if you put in the hours, you can pick it up. Or should it be somewhere in the middle? Um, what do you guys think on that? Because honestly, I have, I'm have i of two minds on the issue. Well, I believe in balance. Okay. And, you know, I, I, I will say okay, this. Anakin. I know. Mm -hmm. Balance in the force. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I believe in balance, and, and I believe that there is a way to, to do that. If you give a player too much, um, it's going to wear them down. Because, first off, when you give them too much, you're actually catering to only one kind of player, and that's your hardcore, you know, person. And if you give them too little, you're catering to that kind of player, which is the much more casual person. So you need a balance between the two. Perhaps having a many-step process where each step is slightly difficult but not impossible, um, or have a many-step process where the the process is the, the each step is actually kind of easy mm -hmm. it's just going to require a, a little bit of work on the part of the player so each step maybe takes no more than an hour once you get your group you mm. know well, so i don't know what do you think carla well i'm looking at the steps and i i don't want to give any spoilers because this is on the pts and it is subject to change right. okay exactly mm -hmm. um but looking at the overall you don't need a big group. You're, you're the, the worst thing that I see here is a heroic two. Okay. So they're mm -hmm. not, they are, they do have the, the casual player in mind. Okay. Because you can always find one other person to help you. you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we're not talking about some big, big group. And mm -hmm. most of the stuff from looking at this can be done by yourself. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I'm not worried about the big group. What I think the definitive answer for people don't want the grind is this is a one-shot wonder. This yeah. is a one time. You you have to do this complete step one time per character, mm -hmm. okay, um, to get this companion. The definitive answer or the differences between this and a, and, and a grind is we are having to do dailies and and we're talking did you see how many daily comms the dread gear thing was 300 yeah. do you know yeah. how many how that translates into days roughly and this is real rough because i'm just guessing at how many you can get done in a day that's like two weeks worth of work for yeah. one piece of gear yeah mm -hmm. That okay. just seems for for me that seems like a lot. Well, it's also to get that many comms every day. You also you have to grind each day to Which get Which is them. roughly how long, Carla? Let's oh, say. it's yeah. like it, if you do them all and we're talking about right now and and thank goodness with with 1.5 they're opening up another daily area, but mm -hmm. that's that's a double-edged sword. It's good, but mm -hmm. it's bad. Right. 
Okay. Because it does it reduce just, the time. Yeah, yeah because it's just a more time sink. But you've got Bell Savas. Bell Savas still takes the longest to get all of those dailies done. And it takes about two hours, about two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ilum dailies are pretty quick. They're about 30 minutes. Um, the Corellia dailies, um, and until you do the uh, one of the um, uh, that you have to have a group for, and that's the end of Torvix. Um, you can get every all the other ones done in about thirty minutes, but end of Torvix takes about ten or fifteen, twenty minutes more. So, so we're looking a, a little over three hours. You know, yeah, you're looking over just over three, and then you add this new area, and Lord yeah. knows how long that one's going to be. So, but three hours, <clears throat> and you're roughly going to get about twenty dailies. Uh, comms a day, uh, roughly. And uh, somebody please send in if you know exactly how many it is, because I've never sat there and counted them up. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just know I, <clears throat> Bell Savas, you get about 14 or 15, you know, so you could be getting a little bit more than 20, but I'm just going to average it out to be about 20, 25 um, comms. And that's going to take a long time if you do them every day and you do all of them. I, I don't know about most of the people, but I'd rather take a beating than two, three hours <laughs> worth of dailies every day. Yeah. Okay. I, so I honestly don't see. Here's the thing: is is I think that Bioware is 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 definitely stuck between a rock and a hard place. Um, they don't want to. I think their idea of 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 getting the player playing is to to keep the player in game by giving them work to do, and. I'm saying that's that's close, but you're still not hitting the ball out of the park. No cigar. Yeah, there, there's giving them more grind. That's what you're giving them. What you want to do is you want to give more bang for the buck. So if a person is going to be required to spend three hours of their life after work or on the weekends, because most of us work and right. most of us have, you know, lives. Um, so we only get our, our, our grind in on the weekends or after work. You're going to have to take that time down because what's happening is what makes it a grind is most people are not going to sit for the full almost three hours, a little over three hours. They're not going to do that. And so it now becomes instead of a one day grind, it becomes a multi-day grind for them. Correct. So that is not the way Bioware that you want to keep your player playing. The way you want to keep your player playing, more bang for the buck. Increase those coins or points decrease some of the requirements to get them and you'll have your balance well wait but what about what about the hardcores now they get in the game and now because it's a little bit easier they play for eight hours one day and they get 50 or 60 commendations and so um you know they get all the commendations they can get uh they're getting them much much faster mm-hmm and so doesn't that unbalance the game a little bit? Don't There's you always going to be unbalance right. because someone's always going to be able to play eight hours when you can only play two. Okay. And I don't, so, I don't have a problem with that, honestly. Me neither. I mean, if, if they want to put in that four hours or three and a half, whatever hours to get all of them, I know that they're not going to get, they don't have the potential of getting anything more than I have the potential of getting if mm-hmm. I did the same. Okay. So I don't mind the, the, the slight, um, imbalance as far as they have more time than I do. That part doesn't bother me as much as long as I can accomplish the same goal. It may take me a little longer, but I can still accomplish the same goal. But I have a, a thought here on, 
I play another game, and, and I think everybody knows that I play Guild Wars 2. And one of the things that they do to, to not make it feel so grindy is they have events in yeah. the game. And you have the, the potential to get um, rewards from those to help you along your way for your gear quest. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, it, but it's so when you're doing them, you just happen on them. You know, mm-hmm. you're just you're just exploring in the world or doing other things, and boom, there's an event. You go do it, and you get rewarded for it. And so it didn't feel like a grind, right? It mm-hmm. felt like something. Oh, let's go do this because I know I'm going to get this, and it's going to be fun. I mean, it could have been the same thing I've done ten times, but I don't feel like I have to do it. Exactly. You know, I feel like it's there and it's going to give me what I want, which is points to get my gear, you know, stuff to get my gear. And it just doesn't feel grindy. It feels like an event. It feels mm-hmm. like, oh, let's go do this. There's an event over here. Hurry. Come on. Let's go. I mean, it, it's, it's almost exciting, mm-hmm. even though I've done the same doggone thing 10 times. I think seasonal events is definitely a a something for for Bioware to look at, and it's been mentioned um, by many many a player. It's been mentioned by many fan sites. It's continually mentioned by uh, CRR and Tor Wars. Um, having some sort of event where you can get some of these things as well, <clears throat> you know, seasonally or whatever, um, is is a desire that the the game community has and. I think that Bioware would, it would behoove them to answer that in some way, shape, or form. And we're not talking just events like, you know, like what we've had with the, uh, with the, the current huge events like that Rackle we've had, the Rackle and Plague like that, yeah. and stuff. I'm talking about, like, seasonal things, yearly things that happen, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Um, maybe some sort of festival that comes, you know. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a, a, a galactic type thing it can be maybe the huts have some sort of festival that they have in narshada you know they have a yearly thing you know where mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's nothing but beer and slaves and dabo girls and all sorts of fun did mm-hmm. i say dabo girls it was very <laughs> star trek of me um i, I don't care i'm good with it <laughs> yeah but, anyway you know what i'm talking the green about greenskins can dance around and be happy anyway, it's all good with me you know and have some sort of you know music and dancing and and beer and gladiatorial droid wars you know mm-hmm. you got this gladiatorial droid thing on your brain <laughs> it's because people I, I said it once it's a good and idea people want it. <laughs> now they're like yeah bioware do it let oh. me throw this out to you guys as an alternative uh the hk51 quest line let's say there are there are branches in the hk51 quest line so that if you're a very casual player you follow branch a throughout the line okay you make several choices as you go and you get hk51 with kind of a base set of abilities if, however, you choose to follow, oh, let's say a slightly more difficult quest, more enemies, doesn't have to be a huge change, more enemies or the objectives are a little bit more challenging, whatever, you get HK51 with maybe one additional ability unlocked. Okay. Nothing particularly overpowering, but it makes him, let's say, a little more tanky mm-hmm. or uh, gives him a little bit more DPS or whatever. And if you produce enough variants, let's say there's five variants on this, on this quest line, um, if you go through the hardest level you achieve the most unlocks for HK51, and your HK51 looks a little bit different, a little shinier, uh, a little more prestigious, and has maybe a couple of abilities unlocked that make him a slightly better companion. What do you guys think of something like that? Hmm. Is that... It it does create... 
a certain imbalance in that not everybody has the exact same thing. Right. But you worked for it and everybody could get it. I personally love the idea, but I would like to take see them take it one step further. When I read the details, and this could be a spoiler alert for HK-51, and if so, I apologize, but you have to do this same quest thing for every single character. What happened to Legacy? Yeah. yeah I mean, crazy. come on. I would rather see, take your idea mm-hmm. and expand on it, and I don't care if you give me 50 things I have to do. Mm-hmm. I would rather you give me those 50 things as long as it's legacy bound and not <laughs> character mm-hmm. bound. Yeah, so a little bit you more achievement So give me a little bit, you know, uh, something, add my steps to be more, and I will do the more just so that I don't have to do this every single time <laughs> for every character. Yes. There you go. You see? That is a really great idea because that has been a, a big scream. I, you know, I, I try to pay attention to what the players are saying and what the players say is something similar to what you just said, Carla, and that's what they would prefer. That's the kind of game style that they usually play. Um, that seems to be, uh, it's not, it's not, I wouldn't say it's the, it's the majority of the player base, but it's a very, very, I w- it's at least, you know, 57% versus, you know. <laughs> right. A lot of players do say that they yeah. want that. Now, what about this, though? And I'll throw this out there. Now, Jeff Hickman, who is uh, one of the bigwigs over at Bioware, Mm -hmm. uh, in talking about Warhammer when he was producing Warhammer, Mm -hmm. said that one of the struggles that they had with all the beta information was you get a lot of data back from beta. Okay, You get a lot of information back. It's very hard to cull that information to find what's important. Because, yeah, a lot of players say this. They say they want X. You put X in the game and they don't like it. Yes. You know, or players will say we want feature Y. You put Y in the game. They don't like it, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, uh, so it's very, very hard to understand and interpret that information correctly. What do you guys think about that? Do you think he's correct or is he just? Absolutely. Really? I absolutely think it's a little bit of that. I don't think it's 100% that. Mm -hmm. I I also, um, and we'll stand behind and we'll get reamed for it appropriately from the correct, (laughs) (laughs) well, from the correct sources, is that I believe that Bioware, um, this is new territory for them. Mm-hmm. They have no idea um, what they're doing. And so they have pulled apart a game and they've made essentially two games out of one. So, for instance, you get the MMO and you get the single player. Oh, yeah. So, single player with MMO, atta- with yeah. MMO attached. So yeah. I think that if they actually pulled that together mm-hmm. and figured out a way to weave it together a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, then they might they might start getting closer to what players want. Okay. It's really tough call because... I'm always pro player, but in some respects, the player expects too much. You know, they expect a certain kind of game. And I hate to tell you, but that game's been made. It's eight years old. People Mm -hmm. are playing it. You Mm -hmm. know, that is not the future of gaming right now. Gaming is going to change. And even even Blizzard says that they're going to change that system. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's that's old school. That's old style. You know, I mean, that we're not we're not going down that path anymore. So the the future of, of the MMO is is adapting to a different way. And for all we know, you know, Bioware might be ahead of its time in this kind of game style, you know? And for all we know, you know, 10 years from now, we're going to look back and say, I wish this game was like SOTOR, you know? Because so Bioware had their finger on something, you know? I I don't know. I don't know. I believe that it is hard 
to take a look at what the feedback on what all of their beta testers are telling them or their alpha beta testers are telling them. But how hard is it to be more communicating better with um, those testers than um, to put up in their super-duper confidential beta forums, I'm sure that every game has them, um, daily questions based on the information that they're getting. For example, let's just use some of the the things that kind of irked me about the launch of of, of Star Wars, and that was no guild banks. Right. How, yeah. how hard would it have been to put up a poll every day that says, okay, we have this feedback from um, our testers, from you, and we want to you to rank how important you feel some of these features are that you're suggesting. For example, under Guild Banks, have that as an option and then have a scale Mm -hmm. of five different things and say not important at all, sort of important, neutral, somewhat not important, Mm -hmm. and not important at all. You know, or whatever, you know, go from one end to the other right? so that they can get a true reflection on these little things from a majority of the people. Right. And it be a requirement that you have to participate in these daily polls, Um, you know, say two a week or something, even if they have them every day, or you get removed from beta. Well, remember the tool that they had in place at the in the SWTOR beta, where at the end of a given quest line, they would ask you, hey, is this too hard? Was it too easy? How did you like the story? That kind of thing. Right. You remember that? I do. Now, imagine if they use that for the pull feature you're talking about, where it's in the game, and you're kind of forced to answer it. Mm-hmm. I, I think... Um, I think I think your idea would go would go take off like a wildfire there. I what about the one. launch screen? Because I think this is a brilliant idea. But what about the launch screen? Yeah, so that's a good idea. It's too. not just beta players or PTS players. It's the their whole entire player base. The launch screen comes up. Yeah, here's there you the, go. here's today's question. You know, and that's then not bad. do it. That's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah, all you do is you check a you know check a box mm-hmm. and then you press your play button and it automatically uploads it. I yeah. you know to Bioware. That we need some, they need feedback and they need accurate feedback and they need feedback that will, you know, validate what some of the people are saying because some people may say, um, you know, put in orange hair or purple hair or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, as an option. And don't get me wrong, I love all that stuff because I like wild and crazy hair, but, um, (laughs) that may not be as important you know, to the majority of the people, but it is to the vocal few. See, that's the key right there is we have vocal minority screaming and yelling and being boisterous and being troll-like on the forums and stuff and everywhere else. Reddit, Reddit. And, uh, <laughs> Reddit is not a fiery community. Come on. They are calm no, and reasonable at all trying. times. They're trying. They're trying to re-imagine re- themselves. Yeah, exactly. Albeit, but it, but albeit anyway. Albeit unsuccessfully. As a Redditor myself, I could speak to this issue. Really? <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, they, 
they are the ones that are getting the most attention and that's not the majority of the players and so right. they're they're missing this whole group of people that are not vocal they just know what they want mm-hmm. you know they know what they like you know and you're not asking them there's nobody asking the right. normal regular player, gamer right Right. You know, and the casual gamer or the, the, the hardcore gamer. You're not asking these people mm-hmm. what they want and what they'd like to see in the game. A novel concept, why not go to the people? Do like you said, at the launcher, have two, you know, two little topics or whatever, and you have to answer, you know, you know, good, bad, or in the middle or whatever, mm-hmm. or like it, love it, hate it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean... Give us options, and you might actually get some really good feedback. Yes, Bioware, start treating your player base like they're part of your development team. And it's not just Bioware. It's every developer. Yeah. I see that you know games make mistakes, and, and I mean, look at Star Wars Galaxies, what happened there, what that fiasco. Yeah. You know, they, they think they know what we want, but they aren't listening to us. No. They're listening to the vocal minority. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and I'm not complaining about Bioware. Okay, this is anybody. You know, yeah. I I have not seen anybody really take what the the average player um, wants and ask questions on a daily basis or even every other day or something about what we'd like to see as future in the future and as their updates and you know help let us help mold your game because we're going to help you. We we love yeah. we want to love your game. Absolutely. Whatever it is, we want to love your game, whether it's Star Wars or whatever. We want to love it. Mm-hmm. And we want to love you, developers. Exactly. And we and do I mean love that. you. Each and every one of you. <laughs> Individually. So what did you guys think about... <laughs> Excellent transition, just... Carla. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> what do you think about the, the update itself? Um, 1.5. Do you think this is significant um, uh, update? Because we're talking about a whole new area called Section X on Belsavis, which is not my favorite place, but mm-hmm. on Belsavis, we get the HK-51. We're going to have a new nightmare mode for Operation um, Explosive Conflict. And there's a new world boss. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we've got the daily grind for Dreadguard Relics for 300. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. do you think this is a significant update? Um, I think it's I think it's the kind of size of update that we're going to be expecting every six weeks. I Actually, I agree completely. That is exactly what I was about yeah. to say. That was a very middle of the road answer. No, so. but I, I honestly, I think that's a very well-reasoned response. I think that's what we're getting every six weeks now. You're getting you're getting something. Mm-hmm. It's it's this is actually decent. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not wowing you. You no. know, it's not dry, it's not knocking your socks off, but it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it it, it no. doesn't cater to every kind of player, but But there's it, a little something for most people. But there's a little something for people. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah. so. Well, I was kind of surprised and I have to tell you, when I saw that it was on the PTS already, mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, wait a minute, bucko. 
It hadn't been six weeks yet. <laughs> I know. I'm like, don't we have like three or four more weeks? <laughs> we have until the middle of November. What are you doing? This is too soon for Props this. to Bioware on this. I Honestly, know. I was them. excited. They're, they are moving along, and uh, it looks like they are uh, they are at least trying to be on track with their six-week update schedule, and kudos to them for doing it. I think so, so too. Well, and I think that if we take a look at what's you know typically happens these patches aren't on the pts more than two weeks so they're going to be a couple of weeks ahead of the schedule of mm-hmm. six weeks mm-hmm. okay now, if they now mind this. you this is this is apt to change so they might be also adding some things to this that we don't know about quite yet yeah we're tweaking know? it a little bit yeah. so we'll, well see. if they're going to keep with the 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 tentative november release for free to play you know and that's a <laughs> real you know that's just you know things that we've heard them mention mm-hmm. if they're going to keep that date then this is going to hit 1.5 is going to hit about the first of november so does that mean they're going to be pushing back the free-to-play six weeks from that which would push it into the middle of the december or you know are they going to just throw it do like they did this and just two weeks after one release go into um, put free to play out there. Um, around well, I think that I personally month. feel that free to play should be a completely separate entity from any kind of six weeks update, six oh, week update too. that we've got. You know, so hopefully that what you're saying is is not true. Let's hope that this comes out according to schedule, and that the free to play is just com- some separate side thing. You know, me too. Huh? I hope that too. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm 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 hoping and I, I think that they're thinking that. I, I hope they're not trying to pass off free to play as one of the six week update things because that uh we already have players who are kind of angry with some of these things being passed off as look at what we're giving you when it's actually just a fix. I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the minority position on this one. I think if free to play is implemented well and there's a whole bunch of cool stuff for you to buy, and you get a bunch of new coins, and you can acquire coins in different ways. That's going to be key. Um, I think that it could be really cool, because there's a whole bunch of kind of, for lack of a better term, kind of carnival games being thrown into the game. Well, perhaps. Right? Yeah. And Maybe. so um, if you understand what I'm trying to say on that, there's a whole bunch of little things to do now and little cool things to toy with and mm-hmm. play with. So uh, it might might work out. It might work out as a patch that stands on its own. Well, we, we will have to see. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, uh, like I said, what I hear from people is, mm-hmm. is you know, kind of some disappointment along the lines of, of the things that they are passing off as, hey, look at what we're giving you with yeah. this, this patch, yeah. you know, ah, mm-hmm. and it's actually a fix. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. There is some of that. There is some, but for the majority, I mean, look, we're getting a whole new section. We're That's getting true. new gear. New companion. You know, new companion, mm-hmm. new world boss. I mean, this one is, I mean, I. Something. Yeah, yep. this has got quite a bit of, of stuff, whether it, it be large or not. But, and I have to get this in every time, every <laughs> podcast. Where's the PVP stuff, dadgummit? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good question. I Gabe? mean, we have heard Gabe? nothing. Gabe, are you listening? Gabe, are you listening? Are Gabe? you there? <laughs> Gabe? <laughs> we have heard nothing about PvP in forever. Yeah. Right? Okay. I mean, well, we... Yeah, Navarre Coast was a while ago. You know, uh, here's the thing. You, get, you know, uh, I think the PvP team is a small team. Right. And I think that uh, that when Gabe does something, it turns out really well. Now, I, I, I know that I, I'm going to say this only because I'm going to get pounced on. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, Ilum is not perfect. Right. But the other war zones are actually really pretty good. 
and and we've got you know a number of them to play with now. So yeah, we are all looking for a new war zone, or we're looking for that big Ilum fix. I just you want know? the Ilum to be fixed. I want there to be yeah. a reason to go to Ilum again. Yeah, I want personally. I want Ilum to be in the queue. You know, where you line up for a, you sign up for a war zone, and if you're a fifty, you know, you can check the box that says, "Yeah, Ilum, I want to go to Ilum." Yeah. You know, I think it should be easy. You should be transported there. You shouldn't have to travel there. That kind of thing. But that's a whole different topic. Exactly. Exactly. But but I agree with you, Carla. I think I think a little more PvP sure wouldn't hurt. A little more. We need some. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Gabe. We need some. Gabe. Gabe. Damn it. Come on. Well, right. that's it for our show today. Thank you so very much, Jeff, for joining us. Uh, you Thank always you just up with me. bring a, a, a new perspective and and keep us on the straight and narrow. <laughs> How come you never thank me for putting up with you? you, you Thanks know, for putting up with me, dear. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you for putting up with me. <laughs> oh, you guys are putting up with me. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, no, thank you. It's <laughs> our virtual hug here. Uh, all righty. Well, please take a moment to leave us a positive review on iTunes. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Zoom. You can also find us on the Ego Networks at egonetworks.com. Don't forget to listen to our sister station at torwars.com. Yes, all of that. And you can contact us through our website at corellianrun.com, via Twitter, and via Facebook. We are looking for Sith or Jedi questions, so please put those there. You can also leave suggestions and questions or ideas for discussion topics on Twitter, or please call us. Yes, we have a phone number, and you can reach us at 281-766-4511. Please don't crank call us because we don't have anybody in any tin or no one's in the freezer and all of that stuff from high school. We don't like <laughs> That's Not right. call us, but is your refrigerator running? I know exactly. <laughs> yes, we've caught it. Thank you. Oops. <laughs> okay. Well, that wraps it up for us here at a Corellian run radio. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again next week until next time. I'm Carla. And I'm Deirdre. May the force be with you. You have been listening to Corellian Run Radio, a Star Wars The Old Republic podcast. Tune in next time to hear Jeff say What wait a minute, what 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 is what is that thing? What wait a minute, what is that thing? End transition.